Okay, gents, welcome back to the channel. Today, we're going to talk about one of the biggest reasons that guys tend to give up and as a result, fail to achieve their fitness goals. And it's a very straightforward one, but it's very nuanced and quite layered. So let's get straight into it. And the reason is the perception that they are failing rather than the reality that they are. You see what I mean? Let me explain this a little bit. So more often than not, I don't know the percent, but I would say it's definitely the majority of men who are working towards a goal, a fitness goal, a diet goal, a business goal, a relationship goal, whatever it might be, they are doing it in isolation. They are not doing it with a group of people. They are not doing it with even one other person. And as a result, their only model to compare whether they are succeeding or not is social media, online advice, Google, uh, their friend who did it five years ago and said it was easy, whatever it might be. And I think a lot of people give up on this stuff. And if you give up, you fail. By the way, the only way that you can fail is by giving up. Because if you could persist, you have not failed. Just a little tip there. But um, yeah, one of the biggest reasons that guys give up is because they perceived that they are failing. Because you haven't failed, you're, you're still doing it at that point, And then they give up. So they think they're failing. So they give up. And as a result, they have failed. I hope that makes sense. But the reality is, is that if you are working towards something, you can very quickly and easily check in on yourself to know whether you are failing or not. And this comes back to the importance of gathering data. Look at this in kind of like a business context or something like that, okay? If you're in sales, just as a random example just came to my head, you are going to look at how many emails you have sent or how many calls you have made relative to how many sales you have made. So if, you're, if I'm your manager and we, you work in sales and you come to me and say, Doug, I'm not making any sales, I'm failing. The first thing I'm gonna say to you is let's reverse engineer this. How many calls did you make? How many emails did you send? And if you don't even know that number, then how can you possibly tell me whether you're failing or not? And it's the same when it comes to your fitness, when it comes to your nutrition, when it comes to your diet, when it comes to basically anything. If we're not measuring things, metrics, whatever that metric may be, and we can talk about the metrics a little bit, then you have no idea whether you're succeeding or failing. Because unless you're on some sort of psychopathic motivation trip, which pretty much only happens when you've gone through some kind of extreme trauma, um, breakups, loss of a loved one, recovery from a, you know, traumatic experience or serious injury or illness or something like that. If you're just living gen generally like normal life, I would say, you're not going to have the motivation and willpower to push to the point where you see the visible results without questioning it beforehand. And the data that you have enables you to keep going because it enables you to logically justify it. It enables you to take the emotion out of the situation. So if you've had a terrible week in your head, you feel like you've had a terrible week, but you've been tracking your data and you can look back at your data on a Sunday or on a Monday morning and go, actually, you know what? Like I'm looking at my data, I'm looking at my metrics and actually the week wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Okay, I could have improved that. I could have improved this, but actually you know, I'd score myself uh, an eight out of 10 on the majority of my metrics. And then you start to realize, actually, 
how I felt about the week, perceived, versus how the week actually went, reality, is miles apart. And unfortunately, people tend to live in the perceived world more than they do in the real world. But if you're doing that, whether it's your perception of someone else or your perception of yourself, self-perception, or other people's perception of you, which also, by the way, is completely irrelevant, then it's going to be very easy for you to fall off and ultimately give up and then fail. So the goal really, right, is to keep going. That is always the goal. And one of the best ways to be able to keep going is to be able to understand what metrics you need to track and measure and then to actually track and measure them consistently. Because we talk about this all the time, first principles of this stuff. You probably know what to do. Maybe you need some help on how to do it. You probably definitely need to introspectively look at why you're doing it, the real reason, the reason, the reason, the real, real reason, not the reason. But what you definitely need help with is the consistency. Because nothing good comes easy. Nothing in life that is good, that feels good, feels good, comes easy. You can get quick dopamine hits, but they come with bigger costs, opportunity costs, and that ultimately makes them a net negative. And this could be anything from spending 30 minutes scrolling on TikTok, to going on a big night out and getting wasted, to having casual sex, to drugs, to going to a casino and gambling, whatever it might be. These activities, they will give you a short-term reward, but a long-term cost that outweighs that short-term reward. Trust me, I've been there, I've done it, just like anyone else, I am human and I make these mistakes. However, I know I make far less mistakes when I am being logical rather than emotional, whether I am living in the real world rather than the perceived world, and I can do that by tracking and managing the metrics that are important to the outcome that I am trying to get to, okay? So let's make this into a fitness context, okay? So if I wanted to get fitter, regardless of whether it's you know get jacked or lose body fat, I need to look at a few metrics. First and foremost, and I'm, I'm gonna start where you might not expect me to start, I'm gonna look at my sleep, the quantity and the quality. And I've done other videos about this, so I'm not gonna to delve too deep into it today. But I'm gonna look at the quantity and quality of my sleep over a period of time, not one night and be like, oh, I had a bad night's sleep. I'm gonna track this over a period of time, right? So I'm gonna look at that, quantity and quality of sleep. Why am I gonna do that? Because that's gonna influence how I feel. That's gonna influence the balance of my hormones. That's gonna influence my growth hormone level. That's gonna influence my cortisol level. That's gonna influence how hungry or how full I feel. That's gonna influence how big my frontal lobe is. That's gonna influence basically everything in my day-to-day -day life, okay? Then I'm gonna look at something like my steps. I'm gonna look at how much am I actually moving, okay? Super simple one. Then I'm gonna look at how much I'm training. How many times a week did I train? Just very basically. Was it one, two, three, four, five, whatever it is. Then within my training sessions, I'm going to look at, did I progressively overload? Did I lift heavier or did I do more reps or did I do more sets versus what I did last time? Okay, now this assumes you're following a plan, a program. Obviously, I'm not gonna get into that in this video, but because you're definitely destined to fail if you're not doing that, but that's probably a whole reason on its own. But yeah, I'm gonna look at that as a metric. So am I progressively overloading? 
Okay, so we've talked about sleep, we've talked about steps, we've talked about progressive overload, we've talked about frequency of training. Then I'm gonna look at my nutrition. How many calories am I getting? Am I getting enough calories, but not too much, too many calories, right? So you wanna have enough. The last thing, and I have to kind of warn guys off this sometimes, is they wanna like lose body fat. And so their instant thought is, right, I need to, I need to consume the fewest number of calories possible. Because they're in that short-term mentality, right? They're like, oh, if I do that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose the weight faster. And it's like, yeah, but you're also gonna give up faster and then you're just gonna go back to where you were before. What we're trying to do here is shift the mindset. We're trying to shift the lifestyle. So we're trying to make this more of a permanent switch rather than just some temporary, I lost weight in May. Like we're trying to make this, I lost weight and I kept it off and I sustained it and now I'm healthier and happier and live a more fulfilled life because of it because I have healthy habits. So I wanna make sure that you're eating enough, but eating the right amount, okay? And that's personal to, to everybody, depending on your goal, depending on your physiology, depending on your activity level. Then I'm gonna look at my macronutrients. I'm gonna look at how much protein I'm getting. Am I eating the right stuff? Am I eating whole foods? Am I getting high quality stuff? Then I'm gonna look at my supplements. Am I taking my supplements, my simple stack, my creatine, my multivitamins, my omega-3s, and my, my electrolytes, uh, which is another one. And I feel like I've forgotten one. Vitamin D, and my vitamin D as well. Am I taking them? Have I missed those? Then I'm gonna look at caffeine. How much caffeine have I had? Have I had too much, have I had too little? So you understand that these things in isolation on one day aren't gonna influence your life that much. But when we look at them all together, and we look at them all over a period of time, we realize how much of an effect they have because these are the actions and the habits that we take every single day. And thinking about it, if I just said to you, how many coffees did you have yesterday? You might guess and maybe you'll guess right. But if I said to you, how many coffees did you have last Tuesday? You might be like, oh, well, I think it was like two and maybe it was four, right? But imagine you've got it 50% wrong. Have I got 50%, 100%? You've got it very wrong, right, on that day. But imagine how much worse the, the, your maths gets when we look at that in a wider frame over a longer period of time. So what you think you're doing, perceived versus what you're actually doing, reality, you realize, then you start to realize how massively different it is. I do this quite a lot. Sometimes I have uh, nutrition consultations with prospective clients. So it's not like they're joining the full program, they're not joining the community or anything like that. They just wanna talk about their food, their diet, their nutrition. And sometimes I, I, say, I send every single one of them a questionnaire beforehand. And it, it's an idea, it's a, it's a chance for me to get to know them better before we speak on the phone or we speak on Zoom so that I can effectively go into that call with all the information I need and I prod a little bit and then we kind of, I give them as much actionable advice as they, as they I can, right, in that time frame. And more often than not, I'll get I'll get it back on the on the form, and it will it will kind of look like they're living this kind of perfect life. And um, my first question is always right. Okay, so you've said this, you said this. So you you say you're doing all these things, right? Are you being honest? Because more often than not, people will lie intentionally to protect their inner value system, or they will lie accidentally because they have no clue. They have no idea and it's just based on guesses. So kind of link this all back to why we're doing this video. So I think one of the biggest reasons people fail with their fitness goals 
is because they give up, because they live in this perceived reality where they think they're failing, because they are comparing their progress to something they have seen on social media. A transformation post that a PT has put up saying, this guy got this result in X number of weeks. And they think, well, I've been doing it for longer than that and I haven't got the same result. Okay, well, there's a couple of things there. Maybe, and I'm not saying they have done this, but maybe that person who has posted that transformation has not lied, but has maybe exaggerated the truth a little bit. Or far more likely, far more likely, is that yeah, they have got the result in that time frame because they've been doing all these things. Because any good personal trainer, nutritionist, coach, whatever it is, will have you tracking your metrics. Because that is what this is. This isn't like, you know, going to the gym, even if you go to the gym three times a week, which is enough for the vast majority of people, that is three hours out of your week. And I think there's 168 hours in a week. Three out of 168, it's like 2%, right? It's what you do in the gym is relevant, but it's, it doesn't decide, it doesn't determine the quality of your fitness results. It's what you do in the whole 24 hours, and that includes the time when you're asleep. And if you're a good coach, a good personal trainer, a good nutritionist, you will have your clients tracking these lifestyle metrics that are influencing their decisions, their habits, their behaviors, their values over a period of time. Because the best part about tracking this stuff, guys, is you start to co correlate cause and effect in your brain because you're taking it out of the emotional. So a lot of guys will come to me and they'll say, I don't understand why this isn't working. And they're despaired, they're frustrated, they're angry, they're, they, they, they feel like they're completely out of control and their life is you know spiraling or out of control from them. And I get it because I've been there, but the first course of action is just to gather some data. I've done this for long enough with enough people to know that if we do that for a big number of people, I would say the majority, we can start to get some really quick wins just from doing that. Great example of this, I had a client, he joined uh, my program about three months ago now. He's, uh, what is he, 12 kilos down in three months and he's got another seven to go. He wants to get under 100. It's always sort of a, a road to 99 kg sort of program for him, right? Smashing it, absolutely love, legend. But a lot of the hard work for him, mentally, was done at the beginning. Because I got him to, to start tracking his habits, his behaviors, his actions, his food, and he realized that he was having uh, this particular Starbucks drink every single day, he was having two of them, and it was an extra 400 calories a day. That's just one example. He had no idea, he wasn't doing it on purpose. He had no idea. So immediately his value system shifted, he stopped having that drink, he swapped it out for just a black Americano like I've got here, which is like four calories, basically zero. It's just water and coffee. He still got his caffeine, he still got his coffee, nothing changed, but the thing that did change is that he was having 400 calories less every single day, and he did this five days a week. He did it as part of his routine when he went to the office, okay? So five days a week, 400 calories, what is that? That's 2,000 calories a week. So that's over, half a, that's over half a pound of body fat just from that one decision which he found out from tracking and measuring a metric. So he was living in this perceived reality that he was doing it all, he was doing everything right. We looked at the real reality and he realized actually that one decision because he then, because I then said to him, right, okay, brilliant, we're onto something here. 
And he said, yeah, but it's only 400 calories. I can, okay, cool. But he, he had signed up to a 12 week program with me. So I said, okay, cool. So it's 400 calories every single day. And you're doing that five days a week. So that's 400 times by five, 2000 times by 12. That's 24,000 calories less than you would have had had you not joined this program. So that's just one decision. And then we're obviously going to make other decisions there, right? So just by doing that, he's gone, wow, that he, I've given him the, the reality, the compound effect of what will happen if he follows through with this. And for him, that was an easy one. He didn't like love that drink. It was just a habit. So there's so much power in this stuff, guys. And it's so frustrating for, for me when I'm in a position where I want to help people, where they don't have the accountability of a coach. They don't have a community to support them. And that is why I'm now building the product that I am. And you can find out more about this. I mean, this is not a sales pitch whatsoever. <laughs> this is not a sales pitch whatsoever, but I will put it in the description, the link to my next free Kickstarter is 14 days. I'm going to show you how you can double your energy levels in that time, okay? But the point is, is that they don't have a community of people who are doing the same thing. So their only model is a comparison model against people who have already done it or who are lying. And they don't, and, and then they think, oh, I'll just copy exactly what they did and it doesn't work for them. This stuff is very nuanced, guys. What works for you or what doesn't work for you is might work amazingly for someone else. It's very individualistic, but we can be tied together by some simple principles and by some consistency. And one of those simple principles is to try and live in the real world and not the perceived world. Because I promise you, as a start point, you will, it will make you realize that just by being consistent, you are actually succeeding more than 99% of people. You don't, you, you realize when you start doing this, not just how much you are sleepwalking through your own life, but how much everybody else sleeps, walks, sleepwalks through their life. And it's terrifying, absolutely terrifying. But the beautiful thing about this stuff is it is well within your control to manage this, to track this. And it takes five minutes a day, five minutes a day to live a healthier, happier life is a cost that I would pay every single day of the week. All right, guys, I will leave you there. I'll leave you to it. Have a fantastic rest of your weekend and I'll see you tomorrow.